You're listening to WBC Audio. My name's Jeremy, and I'm a local pastor here in Whitehorse, Yukon Territory. Let's jump into this week's message. Good morning. How are we doing? Are you glad to be here? Awesome. Well, welcome to Whitehorse Baptist Church at the Yukon Arts Center, soon to be Mountain View Church. We got lots going on. We're glad that you're here. If this is your first time, um, this is obviously going to be a little bit of a different type of service. Uh, Our kids are in with us because it's Celebration Sunday. We're going to acknowledge some volunteers. We've got some membership stuff to talk about. And you're going to kind of get a picture of kind of behind the curtain a bit of Whitehorse Baptist Church and kind of see who some of the people are that that make up our church. Uh, Because the church is a family, and and we're we're glad that you're a part of our family today. And if if you didn't maybe didn't really know what to expect, and and maybe this is kind of your first time at church, don't worry. You don't have to sing if you don't want to. You can sing if you want to. Some people like to stand. Some people like to sit. Whatever you're comfortable with, that's fine. And if you have any questions, please talk to our greeters, the ushers. They, They know what's going on. They'll let you know. So I'm very, very thankful that you're here, and we're ready to celebrate. We're going to sing some more songs. We're going to do some amazing stuff, and we're going to end our service with some baptisms, which are you guys excited about? I know. How cool is that? But first, before we begin, let's just pray and thank, uh, thank Jesus for what he's done and, and for bringing us all here. Dear Father, thank you so much for this gathering. Thank you for the people that you've brought here. We pray that you would be present. And for those that are maybe new to this whole church thing, that are, that are new to our gathering, Lord, just please bless them. Help them make it feel comfortable here. Thank you so much for our musicians and singers and just the work they've done, as well as all the people behind the scenes making this happen. We want to give you praise and honor, and uh, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to tell you about a guy named John. John was an average guy. He was, uh, he was a first century fisherman. It was a family business. He, he worked with his brother. His life wasn't really special at all. It was a very normal first century life. They catch fish. They sell fish. They eat a few fish. They go back and fish. Once in a while, they mend some nets. But John's life changed completely when he met a man named Jesus. Jesus asked John if he would want to be his disciple. And he would be Jesus' student. And and Jesus would be his teacher. Uh, In the Jewish world, they called him rabbi. And and it was more than just a teacher, though. It was a a mentor, a, a counselor, a confidant, someone who guided his life. Many years later... God led him to write down his account of of his time with Jesus. What life with Jesus was like. How could he do that? How could he put quill to scroll and, and, and record everything that Jesus did? Well, John was a relational guy, somewhat poetic, and God used that. And so he wrote an account and he he emphasized the stories of Jesus with people. He just transformed people. But how could he start that account? How could he possibly write about Jesus? How does he start the story? 
Well, God used John's creativity, and we find what John wrote in a book of the Bible called The Gospel According to John. And as he began to write, here's the words that flowed out. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A few verses down, he adds, he says, The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Through poetic metaphor, John makes a pretty heavy claim here. It seems that John would indicate that Jesus is God. That Jesus was there from the beginning and, 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 and was, a, was a part of God. And this whole concept is really what leads to one of the major teachings of Christianity called the Trinity. That, that God eternally exists as three persons. God the Father who provides, protects. The, God the Holy Spirit that indwells in us and guides us. And God the Son, Jesus Christ, who would die for us and rise again, making a way to access the Father, to access heaven. Claims about Jesus are a little difficult, though, aren't they? People struggle with Jesus. Now, they don't struggle with the fact that he was a great teacher. Lots of religions state that. The historic record shows that. He was a great teacher. And no one really struggles about with the crucifixion. Lots of documents outside of the Bible state that a man named Jesus, who had a massive following, was killed on a cross during the Roman reign over over the Jewish people. This, This is a historical fact. People don't struggle with that part. But the resurrection, three days later, that's where things get difficult. Even though, even though the record shows that the authorities could never, never, the Roman authorities scoured, scoured the modern world, could not find his body. Even though hundreds of people claim to have seen Jesus, spoke to Jesus, and even touched Jesus after he rose, after his death, it's still difficult. And the reason the resurrection is so difficult is because it starts a chain of events in our life. Our heart and soul are going to become troubled. Because if the resurrection's true, then the things that John wrote about Jesus might be true. And all the other biblical writers, the things that they wrote, they might be true. And if they're true, that's problematic because that means Jesus might in fact be God. And if Jesus really is God, then that means what John wrote in verse 12 is also true. John wrote to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Historical record shows that Jesus was an amazing man, amazing teacher, had a huge following, 
And they crucified him. And he died and he was buried. But historical record also shows that he rose from the dead. And they couldn't find him. And that he went to be with his father to prepare a place for those who would follow him. And and that the biblical record shows that, that for those who choose to believe in Jesus, believe that he rose from the dead and choose to follow him, for those people, a place is prepared in heaven for them. If Jesus rose from the dead, then that's true too. Maybe today, maybe today you sit there and, you, and you're thinking, I don't know if I'm a child of God. I kind of believed in God, but he was kind of this ambiguous figure up in the sky. But, but this whole concept of Jesus being God, that means that, that he's more personal, that he's, he, he's gonna be with me, he's a part of me. He, this, this whole Jesus thing is true. And if this is true, then that means that every single one of us, there's a point in which we have to receive and believe in Jesus. There's a moment in our life where we have to state, I believe in Jesus and I will choose to follow him. And if we don't, if we don't, then that means we will not be a child of God. And that is very difficult news. But the good news is, is that receiving Jesus and believing in Jesus is not a difficult thing. Again, maybe you're here today and for the first time, you're maybe thinking, I might not be a child of God. I don't know if I've really given my life to Jesus. Or I just showed up at this thing at the art center. I saw that little card that said how I met Jesus and I hadn't met Jesus, so I thought I'd show up in case he showed up. Well, he's here. Oh, he's here. I wanna give everyone an opportunity. If you're not a child of God and you would like to be a child of God today through believing in Jesus and receiving him, I wanna give you an opportunity to do that. Or maybe for some of you, you've been in a rebellion for a long time and you walked away from the church and you're just getting back into things and you just wanna give your life to Jesus. You wanna recommit your life to Jesus again and say, I want a fresh start. We can do that today. And I'm gonna pray. And if you would like to pray to receive Jesus today and become a child of God, you can do that. And you just have to repeat after me or say in your own words, if you'd like, you can whisper them, you can say them in your mind, you can yell them for all I care. Whatever you need to do to let, to let Jesus know, I believe in you, I receive you, I wanna follow you today. You can become a child of God today. Just pray after me. Father in heaven, I know I'm a sinner. I know there's wrong things in my life that prevent me from being perfect. I believe you sent your son Jesus to die for me, to take my sin so that I wouldn't have to take it. And I believe that he rose again And I believe they didn't find the body because there is no body. And that he's with you. And I believe he's coming again. And I want to make sure that I'm part of your family. Today I give my life to you. Today I choose to follow Jesus. Today, I choose to believe and receive Jesus. May you forgive me for the things I've done and make me clean. In Jesus' name, amen.
said that prayer today or rededicate your life, please let me know afterwards. But we're gonna transition to kind of the last component of our service and it's baptisms. There's another component of kind of our Christian faith. And, and this is that once we believe, we, we choose to be baptized. Uh, in Mark, it says, believe and be baptized and you will be saved. Not that we believe there's anything miraculous about this water, it's just water. But this is a symbol, this thing called baptism is a symbol of something that happens in our life. That, that when we go under the water, this is, this is kind of symbolic that we're dying to our old self. Our old self is being buried. And that, and that when we come out of this water, it's symbolic of what's happened in our heart, that when we give our lives to Jesus, when we die to ourselves, we're a new creation. We are, in Christian circles, they refer to it as being reborn. And we're reborn in Christ. We're a new creation. The old is dead. The old mistakes, the old hurt, the old pain, it's gone. It's no longer attached to us. And, and so we choose to get baptized as, a, as an outward sign, as I'm all in, literally. That, that I made a choice to follow Jesus, and I'm going to prove it. And that's what it is. Again, there's nothing miraculous about the water. The water will not save you. It's just a symbol of what's taking place in your heart. And so we have some people today that have already said, I am all in. I'm gonna be a follower of Jesus and I don't care who knows about it. I'm gonna show the world. And so if you're here today and maybe you're like, you know what? I've given my life to Jesus, but I've not been baptized. You can get baptized today. You can just talk to the greeters at the back and they'll show you where the dressing rooms are and we can do that today. Think through them and pray. Think and pray about whether or not baptism is the next step for you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Whitehorse Baptist Church Audio. If this message has made an impact in your life today, we'd love to hear from you. You can also download past messages, share them with a friend, or find out how you can partner with us to keep this ministry going. For all that and more, visit whbc.ca. That's whbc.ca.